Addressing the rapidly growing opioid addiction and overdose crisis requires rapid change to addiction treatment. Vital Spark, a Spark Biomedical production, is a thought-provoking, vital resource for addiction professionals, advocates, and patients who want to stay on top of the next wave of opioid addiction recovery options. The show brings together leading industry experts and advocates to explore addiction treatment, research, and resources delivered in actionable, bite-sized interviews. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. My name is Dan Wagner. I'm the Chief Commercial Officer here at Spark Biomedical, and today I am honored and it's a pleasure to be joined by Dr. Joel Hansen. Dr. Joel Hansen, uh, welcome to Thank the you. Spark Podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm so glad to have a conversation with you because you're doing some really interesting work out in Utah. So can you start by telling our audience and ourselves a little bit about your clinical background and what you're doing currently? You bet. Yeah. So I'm a psychiatrist and a board-certified addiction specialist, uh, also a background in internal medicine. Uh, I work uh, with a program called Altium Health, and we focus on addiction treatment, outpatient addiction treatment, also mental health. We have a group of uh, medical practitioners and therapists, so we do everything outpatient uh, related to addiction and mental health, uh, groups, individual medical management. And we're involved in uh, newer newer methods, newer ways of trying to address people's issues. One of yeah. the, one of our main fairly unique services is uh, outpatient ambulatory detox. So we manage alcohol and various other substances, uh, opioids, detox, much like a hospital would do, but we do it out of the office. Interesting. And so on that topic, Dr. Hansen, so what are some of the advantages to your patients in looking at ambulatory detox as opposed to hospitalization? There's always been an issue of access to care for a lot of people. Some insurances, most insurances now are, are hesitating to cover opioid detox on an inpatient basis. Okay. Some people with uh, alcohol don't perhaps don't have quite the severity to go inpatient. Other people, frankly, just don't go get the detox done because they're hesitant to do it in a hospital. Another is some people get lost to services in that step between hospital. They might go to hospital detox and then they're referred for treatment and they don't follow follow up for whatever reason. So there's that step down issue. Oh, okay. So so offering the outpatient or ambulatory detox is more of a response to the community and kind of meeting the patients where they're at in their journey. Is that kind of yes? And in terms of uh, insurance reimbursement, they you know it's a lot less expensive to do sure to cover an outpatient detox compared to an inpatient detox. So we do have the interest of insurance companies in terms of what we're doing. Oh, that's smart. I mean, we have to always, economics 101 is management of scarce resources, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we know that uh, of every 100 people who need substance abuse treatment, only 
10 of 10 are getting it. So right. there, there's a big gap out there. And so we're trying to, trying to do our best to figure out where we can help with, with those gaps. Absolutely. And Dr. Hansen, I think that's a big reason that I was so attracted to have this discussion today, because, um, you know, we look at traditional methods and we're only capturing that 10% of folks who raise their hand and, and are looking for help. Um, some of that is based on methods. If the prerequisite is always to go inpatient, that's going to be a self-selecting cohort, right? So very interesting, the work you're doing at Altium in looking at the outpatient um, cohort of patients who are looking at that. Um, in addition to outpatient, what other um, methodologies are you offering as far as the acute detox component and that initial uh, foray into substance use disorder programming? Well, yeah, there are some, I mean, in terms of basic interventions that we're offering, as they come in for detox, we're also offering intravenous fluids with supplements okay. in the fluids. And uh, most of these folks are, you know, haven't been taking good care of themselves, understandably. And they're dehydrated and malnourished. The other thing we're able to do is traditional formal detox is mostly for sedative type drugs like alcohol and opioids. But with with uh, the methods we're using, we're also able to help people with their detoxes from stimulants, methamphetamine, cocaine, even uh, even cannabis, or even some of the club drugs or street drugs. Uh, so we can help them even though there's not typically been a formal detox protocol for those folks. And of course we're entering into some newer modalities that we can talk about where we've started working with NAD intravenous supplements and we can certainly talk about that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. We're seeing, I think across the rehabilitation kind of landscape, and we look at both inpatient and outpatient, we are seeing a lot more intravenous use, uh, whether it be just IV fluids administered or other components like NAD. Um, I'm curious, um, how, are you, how are you looking at that within your practice? And what is NAD for our audience and for our lay people? I think it'd be, it'd be good to discuss that a little further. What is NAD? Sure, sure. Well, and I think we know in general that, you know, substance abuse and mental health treatment is still very much in the pioneering stages there's most of the treatments unfortunately still have a fairly low success rate in terms of adequately helping people to get off drugs and stay off drugs so we are we're always interested in finding things that that seem to be working because there haven't been that many innovations uh, you know for 50 years or so in, in those kinds of treatments. So one of those uh, that seems really hopeful is this NAD. So NAD, basically there's a, a long name for it, uh, but it's basically a, a metabolite of vitamin B3 of niacin. So it's a, a chemical that it actually has a lot of purposes. It's involved in basically all of our cells in terms of metabolism, in terms of uh, cleaning up waste products, uh, mm, mm. cleaning up oxidants. Every, people tend to be familiar with antioxidants. It's, it's one of those. 
um, <clears throat> what it uh, what it seems to be doing to benefit uh, people with addiction issues. The earlier research on it had to do with other forms of nerve damage. You know, with addictions that we've damaged our, our, our brains, there's clear evidence of brain damage with uh, long-term substance use. Uh, but the earlier studies with NAD have focused on dementias like Alzheimer's and NAD. NAD is one of those substances that helps clean up the nervous system that helps calm down the inflammatory response. So uh, they, they showed some definite healing of, of uh, neurons using NAD infusions for people with Alzheimer's. Uh, so that research is distinct and definite and successful. And now there have been some studies that have gone through uh, phase one, phase two, phase three trials in terms of using it, using NAD, officially NAD plus, uh, which is the, okay. the positively charged version uh, for those of us that understand what that means for detox, uh, for uh, helping in, in detox situations. And I can talk about the protocol itself, but basically when this uh, NAD is added to a uh, detox protocol, then what they're finding is that the, the healing process happens much more quickly and it's, it tends to be longer acting. So if you add, if you do, for instance, a, now the studies mainly had to do with the, the most, the most typical studies were a 10, actually a 10 day treatment process. I'm not sure it has to be 10 days, but these studies were 10 day processes with NAD infusions. And uh, interestingly, the, the actual symptoms of withdrawal resolved considerably more quickly with, with that component. But there were also other benefits. People were having, experiencing much more quickly a, a increased clarity of thought. I was going to ask you, so things like brain fog and like yes. kind of that, that cognitive uh, kind of difference as you're getting sober, as you're going through like detox, that's accelerating it then? Yes. Well, the interesting thing is that it, it seems to persist. That's you fascinating. Know, we're, we're used to calling that, I mean, there's the acute withdrawal brain fog. But right. then there's the what we're commonly calling post-acute withdrawal brain fog, which can go on for months. Yep. And, and it appears that the NAD treatments uh, significantly decreases all of that. That's so interesting because I, I know I've seen with families, especially like, um, so as families, recovery advocates who are along for the journey, you know, sometimes it can be really big news to hear about how long the recovery process is. You know, not just chemical sobriety, which is one thing, but then the recovery process to, I'll say, 100% return of cognitive function um, for the patient or for the individual. And I think it's so fascinating that, you know, keying in on this NAD plus component, if you can accelerate that at all for that individual, but also their family, I think that's so impactful to the community. Yes, we're, like I said, I mean, we're, we're so used to, 
having to tell people that, well, no, you're stuck with this issue for months, you know, but maybe not, <laughs> maybe yeah, not necessarily. Maybe not. Uh, well, and the other advantages are obviously it's nice to not have foggy thinking, but most of the, these people, hopefully all of them are, are entering into treatment uh, of some sort, relapse prevention treatment, whether it's residential or day treatment or intensive outpatient or, I mean, it's, the detox is helpful, but the therapy is where the money is, right? That's where the progress for the individual really takes off. Yeah. Well, and and so for the therapists and for the patient, you know, the, if the thoughts are clearer more quickly, then that improves, you know, therapy outcome. Uh, so that's a, it's a, it's a big and it, it decreases relapse risk. And I mean, the post-acute withdrawal cognitive symptoms are a significant contributor to, to people returning to their substance, substance use. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's a big deal. So the NAD mm-hmm. also, I should say, uh, it's, it regenerates nerve function also in the, in the physical sy- uh, symptoms. So in the physical system, so people report, uh, they feel generally more healthy. They feel more uh, physically strong, uh, if they had muscle aches, if they had deconditioning, those kinds of things seem to be reversing more quickly as well. So they feel physically and cognitively improved much more quickly than we were seeing with without that type of a treatment. So it's got that advantage as well. I mean, as we know, an awful lot, most people with addictions have also are kind of debilitated. Certainly a lot of people with opioid use um, have, for instance, chronic pain issues uh, and muscle aches, uh, post-acute withdrawal muscle aches. uh, So those seem to be healing up more quickly with the NAD treatments as well. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. Such such interesting new tools that are available and it's great to see them being put in place. In terms of mental health and substance abuse, we focused mainly for quite a while on basic neurotransmitters, dopamine, norepinephrine, serotonin, and that's great, but that's really very basic. I mean, there we know a lot more now about antioxidants and about the inflammatory process and how that plays into all this. And so we're getting much more sophisticated with our, our knowledge of the chemistry, the brain chemistry, the neuronal chemi- chemistry. And I could talk a little bit about how the NAD what the process looks like. Sure. Yeah. What does it look like to a patient coming into say like your practice? Yes. For now we're, we're following, you know, the original research protocol so that we're staying within what's, you know, what, what we know something about and what works. So it's a, it's a 10 day process. Uh, it's fairly involved, but it does help. Uh, it, it, it expedites everything like we've been talking about. So it's a, you can't infuse NAD very quickly because people just don't tolerate it. So it's actually about a seven hour IV infusion for 10 days. Okay. And they, uh, the last gentleman we did, he basically just brought in his, we had, you know, we have a separate room and he basically, it was his work office. He worked while he was getting the infusion, he was doing his, his job. Uh, That's awesome. that, That worked out fine for him. Yeah. 
And, you know, we provide some meals and whatever else we can do to help them to pass the time. But uh, so, yeah, about a seven-hour infusion of the NAD, intravenous infusion, along with, so in the, in the actual uh, IV bag uh, is the NAD uh, measured out, you know, per the person's weight. You know, that there's some definite concentrations that you're shooting for. And uh, typically we will add other detox-related supplements that you would normally yep. use for a detox, be some B vitamins, yep. uh, some magnesium, typical things that need to be replenished with a, with a detoxification. It's monitored, of course, by myself, by the medical staff in terms of vitals, in terms of... Um, tolerating the, the, the IV flow, the usual. That's pretty neat though, that your patient can come in and continue, possibly continue, you know, their job or their day-to-day -day function through the IV treatment. That's a pretty phenomenal opportunity. Well, yes. If, if you're asking somebody to uh, be there all day for 10 days, it's, uh, you know, it's a chunk of time. It is. It yeah, is. Sure. So I think of comparative to the options of inpatient or full admission, right? And like you kind of don't get to participate in um, normal life function when you when you've gone down that pathway. The fact that your facility is offering a different opportunity, continue up like that that function in society. But also, I could imagine if one has dependents at home. Um, or things like that, you can still, you know, manage your daily obligations while also choosing a pathway to, to possibly get well long-term. Yes. And that's what they're saying. They're saying that just that investment, you know, brings them back to full function much more quickly. And, you know, like we talked about these folks, you want to, they want to get going with the therapy end too. So, uh, at our center, we also have our therapists. So, we, uh, we were able to start with the therapy sessions while they're getting the treatments as well. So the therapists will come into the, to the infusion room and they'll, they'll start in with their, their counseling while they're, while they're in with us. So that's smart. That's smart. I mean, I think that, you know, when the spark of hope is there, right. And one is motivated to begin working and doing the work that's, when you need to move. So that's so great that you have that flexibility within your program to offer that. That's great. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's a, that's another, in terms of access to care, that's been another area that's a challenge is when people are moving from, from detox into therapy to have it all in, in one location like that is, is pretty ideal. And that's yeah. definitely the direction that, programs are trying to go so that they're not spreading out their treatment through like having their medical done in uh, through one office and then their therapy through some other setting. So it's uh, a warm handoff and uh, minimal, minimal opportunities for things falling through the cracks. So. That's great. Well, and recently yourself and Altium made a very significant investment in kind of bringing it together more under one roof, correct? You, you've moved to a new facility. Thank you. Yes. Um, we're still, we're still unloading some of the boxes, but, uh, hey. 
(laughs) (laughs) Yes, we had our medical services uh, in the next building over from our therapy for a while. So, yeah, we just moved uh, three weeks ago to a larger space where we're all under the same roof uh, with the therapists. So a lot better interaction. The uh, patients are just uh, moving from one door to a couple of doors down between the medical and the, and the therapists. Oh, that's awesome. The people that are in intensive treatments like the day treatment mm-hmm. or the intensive outpatient there, the medical staff gets to connect with them more, more freely and, and frequently. And of course we get to interact with the therapists. Uh, it's, it's, it's a nice way to be able to just kind of chat about a particular patient when, it, you know, if something comes up, we just walk down the hall and talk to each other. So I've, I've got to imagine that has positive impacts to the patient like journey, you know, being all under one roof. So that's awesome. So as you think of it and kind of as you're continuing to expand Dr. Hansen and the Altium team and what you're building under one roof, like what do you see as hopefully the, the future of what you're building within the West Jordan and the Salt Lake community? Um, what do you see what's next for you? So, yeah, good question. We're, we're adding other modalities. Uh, we're on the psychiatric end, uh, also adding the intravenous ketamine uh, for refractory depression and, and folks struggling with suicidal thoughts. We would like to eventually add also the transmagnetic stimulation uh, transcranial magnetic stimulation, basically using all of these newer modalities that seem to be quite helpful uh, and are helping where some of our more conventional treatments uh, are falling short. So there's that. We are adding more um, on the mental health end as well. We, our original focus was the addiction, and that will remain, you know, remain our, our main thrust. But there's a big need for the mental health end of services as well. So we're That's great. we'll be developing a you know full spectrum of therapies, uh, including day treatments and IOPs for for mental health specific issues. Uh, and uh, by the way, the some of the other modalities we're using for addiction work uh, are very likely going to be helpful for mental health issues as well. And we uh, have some some grants, some federal grants we're working with. We're congrats. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's big to expand not just within the community locally, but to see that type of expansion supported federally. I think that's really important. Thank you. Yeah, I think uh, it's encouraging to know that. I mean, the government is trying to to help us advance these kinds of projects. So. Uh, we anticipate, but we have one grant already in place that uh, helps basically expand services. And then uh, we're applying for another that we will, we believe will, will be awarded. It has to do with, for instance, comparing the usual services for detox with services with NAD. Mm. And of course the, uh, the, uh, Sparrow apparatus that 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. looking at transauricular, um, excellent. No, that's, yes. that's phenomenal. So looking at that, and that'll be interesting as we continue to expand out, you know, in adding services to, to meet the community, you know, solutions like NAD plus, uh, the Sparrow therapy system, uh, neurostimulation. I mean, I think that you're building a really big toolbox with a lot of tools in it. And I think that's phenomenal. I mean, compared, comparative to 50 or 60 years ago within the addiction medicine space, and the world is continuing to evolve. Um, I think it's great to see that leadership, um, Dr. Hansen from yourself, but also from Altium to be able to offer uh, those various tools uh, out to the patient base. That's huge. Yes, thank you. And it's, uh, it, it's more rewarding for us too, to know that we're working on trying to make improvements on something that's, that's uh, historically been a real tough nut to crack. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and that's got to provide a, a ton of hope um, because I think, you know, we look at substance use disorder and we look at the addiction landscape. I mean, hope is paramount. You see the restoration of people's lives, not just saving lives, but true restoration of lives. Um, it, that's that's what it's all about. And as you add those tools to the toolbox, as you're expanding your just even just the square footage and the availability of the facility to serve the community, I think that's awesome. Thank you. Dr. Hansen, I want to wrap up and just say thank you for, for sharing some of this additional knowledge, knowledge that... I certainly didn't have before I came to uh, this discussion with you and hopefully that we share with the community so that, you know, for loved ones, for those who are suffering with substance use disorder, but also just our community writ large. So we can know more about uh, this disease state, some of the solutions that are possibly in front of us, as well as some of the great providers like yourself, Dr. Hansen. So thank you for all that you do. Glad to do it. And thank you, Daniel. Awesome. Well, have a great day and we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Thanks, Dr. Hansen.